On this episode of The Layover Live, Grant stops by to talk personalized advertising. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 72 of The Layover Live where we bring you the top article from The Layover each week. I'm Jason Swick, VP of Digital Marketing, joined by my good friend Grant Stoltz, Strategic Analyst, so welcome back. Thanks for having me back. Always good to have you here. If, you, if we're here, we're talking about strategy and we're talking about um, really personalization this week, which is mm -hmm. a really, really big thing. Niche marketing, which has been a really, really big thing. We talk about it often, Grant, as you know, but we don't really uh, see a whole lot of it, mm -hmm. at least put into good use. Um, at least in, in, in the circles that we run in, right? So I want to talk about it a little bit uh, because the article of this week comes out from Think with Google, which really talks about how to personalize video ads in particular. Mm. They kind of use cold sores as an example, <laughs> so we're not going to talk about cold sores no. today. I don't think that's ever a good idea to talk about. Um, but we are going to talk about personalization. So what are they really, now what's the underlying strategy here? What are they trying to get across in this article? Yeah, so like you mentioned, uh, the example they give in the article is about a uh, cold sore medication company. So yes. uh, while strange in nature, the execution of some of their marketing mm -hmm. is, is really well done. Um, what they did was they made essentially over a hundred different video ads yeah. targeting very, very small different niche groups, um, really focusing on the value add or the value proposition for their product relative mm -hmm. to that group. Um, so, you know, an example was again, if it was a targeting someone with uh, families or with kids, there'd be some more content they add about families and kids. Right. Um, so really the, the idea there is though is marketing not to just one blanket group, but actually creating these small micro pieces of content for those small individual groups just to elicit a little bit more of a connection than you would uh, again with trying to kind of be the jack of all trades as it was uh, with your marketing. Yeah, so and let's talk about that a little bit too, right? Because the thought of, I think for marketers out there, hey, I've got to create a hundred different assets and cut up a hundred pieces of video, that seems pretty mm -hmm. overwhelming, right? But the, the, the article does address some really good ways to be able to do that at scale. So let's talk a little bit about that for, for marketers out there because oftentimes we're wearing many different hats and mm -hmm. we don't have a lot of time to do a lot of this. So how can we manage a project like this and provide personalized content at scale? Yeah, that's no, a really good question because yeah, when, when you say, oh, just make 100 pieces of content, yes. that you know probably makes most marketers want to run to the hills. So one thing that they talk about in the article and just a really good strategy overall is that when you say 100 different pieces of content, it's really not that every single piece of content is entirely unique for every single second. You know, if it was, for example, this company, uh, they have just, again, the value add, the value proposition is the same at the end for all of their video ads. Uh, it's the lead-in that's different. So again, instead of having a single male, it might be someone with children um, a lead-in for their ad. So right. really it's looking at what your audience is and using just sort of a, a lead-in as it was, but keeping a lot of the same core content the same. So really, you know, if you're making an ad for a certain target group, maybe the only five seconds of your ad, the first five seconds of it is different than the other one. And the other 25 seconds are exactly the same. Or maybe it's two video clips are subbed out, but a lot of some other B-roll is still there. So really it's just, taking small little pieces and changing them rather than having to start from the drawing board every single time with every piece of content. Yeah, the article actually does bring up a, a, a good tool as well, which is which is excellent, which is um, uh, Director Mix, which is a um, um, really uh, Google's way of being able to, to do video, cut up video at scale, yeah. right? Um, so it's uh, it's there's there's other tools out there. Google has other tools. There's other creative tools out there as well that allow you to really create ads at scale, which is right. which is pretty cool. Just dragging right? and dropping clips, and rather than starting fresh every time. Yeah, abs absolutely. But it also brings up a good point then, is we have to think about okay, well, how do we reach these audiences? Um, 
you know, if I've got to go in there and optimize then yes. across all these channels, I got to optimize across a hundred different assets plus that's challenging. And that's kind of like where AI can come in and help. So mm -hmm. maybe let's, let's talk about how AI comes into play to make us help with those optimizations. Yeah. So that was kind of the last piece they talked about in this article was, mm -hmm. okay, so I've ran all these ads for these hundred different pieces of content. How do I know what's working, what's not? And mm -hmm. really that's where AI comes into play. Um, Google has tons and tons and tons of data, more than we could ever fathom. Um, so it's really actually kind of letting the machines do their job and optimize the video placements for us. So yes. for example, if you have five different family pieces of content, uh, you run them against the same audience and you actually just say, you know, hey Google Ads, I want you to pick what the best one to serve is based off the data you're seeing. Rather than having to manually download all the data, parse it, you know, see if there's any statistical significance mm -hmm. of one versus the other, you kind of let the, the AI algorithm that Google has in place uh, do the job because at the end of the day, it's a good experience for the end user who's actually watching the ad, and then it's also a good experience for the advertiser as well because they're making more efficient decisions and spending more money with Google, which kind of is their their game as no, well. No, it, so. it very much is their game, and that and that's really good. That's actually a really good use case of AI mm -hmm. because it allows us to take a lot of the heavy lifting and put it on machine learning, which can really help us then create these personalized experiences at scale. So talking about personalized experiences, uh, Grant and I are also going to be doing um, a, a session called the Layover Live Live mm -hmm. at Summit this year, yes. which is coming up in just a few weeks. It so is. we're going to be doing a panel discussion, actually filming a live Layover episode on Tuesday afternoon at Summit. So we'd love for you to come out and check that out, where we are going to be talking with others in the industry about the way they're using personalization mm -hmm. and a lot of their advertising. So Grant, thanks for stopping by and sharing the insights this week. Of course. Really good article. Check it out. Anytime we're talking about personalizing content, we're doing a good thing. So thank you for tuning in each week. Have a great day. If you're not subscribed, please do so now and we'll see you next time.